You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during signup. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN to get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Sunday, April 25th, Ian Cameron, your host, with you once again, and also... Uh, once again with us, Vital Cote was with us for uh, as a special guest on Saturday's show and a great debut because he uh, had a couple of good calls on the uh, NHL board, including his best bet, which was the Arizona Coyotes, uh, minus 120 against the LA Kings. They got the job done uh, and, uh, of course, uh, had a best bet winner as well myself with Minnesota-San Jose uh, over the t- total. So 2-0 and with the best bets uh, for yesterday for Vital and me on the Saturday show. Let's see if we can duplicate that today. Uh, Vital, welcome back to the Ice Guys. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me again. Um, yeah, that was good. Uh, good start to the uh, to the bets, and uh, happy to see that uh, that one cash for both of us. Yeah, uh, no doubt. A brief recap of Saturday, and then we'll get into Sunday's uh, games. Uh, look, the Montreal Canadiens, that noose is tightening, and all they're doing is welcoming a whole bunch of trouble, allowing Calgary to hang in that playoff race, and Calgary with another win. And now if they beat Montreal tomorrow, in the third game, in regulation, there's a two. There would be a two-point gap between Montreal and Calgary. But Calgary, that game is every bit as important, if not even more important, than the first two games they've won. They really can't afford to give go back to six points behind again if they lose tomorrow night with less games remaining than Montreal. So it is still vital, in my opinion, if this is going to be a playoff race for Calgary to win tomorrow night. Uh, again, they take care of business against Montreal. The Leafs take care of business against Winnipeg. Uh, that was one of the losses for me yesterday. The Jets uh, give the Leafs credit, though. Uh, bounced back 3-1 to one, uh, in that game uh, over the Jets. A nice performance by the Leafs. Great defensively against the top players. And Paul Maurice making headlines for benching Mark Shifley, overstaying uh, his shift a little bit. He was on the ice for a minute, 20 seconds, turned the puck over, uh, in the offensive zone that led directly to the John Tavares goal on the transition opportunity for the Leafs. He was slow getting back to the bench. 
coach ever had to uh, ream you out, Vidal, for a slow change or staying out on a long uh, uh, on a shift too long? Have you ever had that issue in the past? Uh, not not too long, but maybe a couple too many turnovers, I would say. And I and I sat my uh, my happy ass on the bench for sure. <laughs> yeah, Mark Shifley found out the hard way, and you could see Maurice. He had the mask on, and of course, coaches are mandated to wear uh, the masks now with the pandemic ongoing. And you could see him when the goal went in, and Shifley was turned the puck over, slow to get back. The goal went in. You can see Maurice go. <laughs> you could see him just. You could tell he's just not happy at all. He was not a happy coach with one of his star players for uh, a really poor shift on his part, and then benched him, benched his ass. Like he barely played the rest of the second period. Uh, and then the third period as well. But uh, then just said, hey, there's core values we adhere to, and he didn't adhere to it on that shift. So uh, you got to give him credit. I, I always say that. If I'm a coach and the, and the, and the top-line player really screws up and doesn't play well, he'll get benched every bit as much for me as the fourth-line player. To me, we don't play favorites. You're on the team. You're all expected to you know do the right things, make the right plays. And when you don't, I don't care if it's a first-liner or fourth-liner. I think I, I would be in the same – you get treated everybody the same way. I know there's guys that make the more bigger bucks, that have the bigger impact, that have the bit better numbers, but I would still be – I'd be hard-pressed to say, you know what, he's the number one – he's on our top line. I'm not going to bench him for screwing up, but I'm going to bench this fourth liner for doing the same thing. You know, I, I wouldn't be able to put that to, together as a coach if I were to decide – you know, run my team and run my bench that way. Uh, I think you got to, you know, you got to sometimes crack the whip at times, especially when they're egregious mistakes on, on even the top line players as well. Yeah, you want to keep everybody accountable, and yeah. uh, you you don't want to lose your your team. You know, you want everyone to to be treated the same, and, and that's how you keep uh, you keep the good locker room. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, we'll give the uh, Minnesota Wild credit. Uh, Terry Edelman, yes, I'll mention them. Uh, great win against San Jose. Not a terrible spot for Minnesota. Spot be damned. Uh, they got the job done against uh, San Jose. Uh, our special guest liked the uh, Minnesota side yesterday uh, as well in that game. You said uh, minus 120 was pretty cheap on the Wild. It ended up being the case. They got the win against uh, San Jose, clinched a playoff spot. Hey, they're not that far behind Vegas and Colorado. And with their offenses just uh, torching teams right now, led by, again, K Kirill Kaprizov, who's just outstanding every single night. Um, so let's give Minnesota a little bit of credit. And if Cam Talbot plays well, dangerous team for sure moving forward. Uh, St. Louis beats Colorado yesterday, a, a tough day for Dubnik, which is not not always unexpected uh, because he's obviously had a tough a couple of seasons. Uh, what else do we have? How about Florida? I said, my, if I bet more of my yeah. gut feels – on some of these games, uh, Vital, I'd probably be richer than I am right now. That gut feel is Florida probably bounces back. They're a good. They bounce back. They've got character. They've been good off a loss. I just didn't want to get in Carolina's way, but Florida rallies to beat the uh, Carolina Hurricanes last night uh, in overtime. A very good win for the uh, Panthers uh, in bounce back mode there, uh, which was uh, good to see. And one more game we'll talk about from last night before we turn to today. We have to talk about it because it's a bad beat if you had Dallas in regulation. I know Dallas won the game in overtime 2-1. to one. They should have won that game like 10-1. to one. Seriously. I mean, the shots at one point in that game were 36-4 to four in favor of the Dallas. I've never seen something like that. I like I, It's hard to say that when you've been watching hockey, Vitao, for 30 years like I have. I've never seen that. 36-4. to four. Shots on goal advantage for the Dallas Stars. They were swarming the Detroit Red Wings. They were all over John Bernier. And give Bernier credit. He did everything he could 
uh, to keep the Red Wings alive in that game. And he's the reason they got a point out of it. Dallas finally wins in overtime. But if you took Dallas in regulation at minus 140, you should have had a win. That is a bad beat. That is a tough beat because they should have won that game easily. And instead, you can't even cash your regulation bet because uh, the game goes to overtime. Dallas gets the win, but it definitely should have been a lot easier than it was. Uh, before we get to Sunday, Vital, just some overall thoughts from you on uh, yesterday's games. Um, yeah, like you said, I with the with the Dallas Detroit game. I mean, that's my fear picking against Dallas or picking against Detroit. Excuse me, is Bernier. When you have a good goalie like that who can uh, who can stand on his head, it's always uh, you might get one of those uh, those games. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of lot of action. Um, it was a good a good day. Yeah, no doubt. And Jonathan Bernier, you can criticize the way he's played in the past. You can criticize that he didn't know Nelson Mandela was uh, from a couple of years ago in that famous uh, famous uh, video clip that uh, became uh, viral uh, online. But nevertheless, um, he's had a good season for the Detroit Red Wings. Definitely got to give him credit for that. All right, let's turn our attention to Sunday's board. We only have three games. We'll start with the uh, lone matinee affair, the Boston Bruins and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Boston minus 125, uh, road favorites here. Total five and a half, shaded to the over uh, in this game. Uh, you look at the uh, Bruins. They're coming, trying to bounce back off a loss to the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, kind of forgive them for that loss. I mean, it's never good losing to the Buffalo Sabres, but as we said, they had already beaten Buffalo handily. They had won nine, 10 straight, two straight this week, kind of a flat spot, maybe a look ahead to this big game against Pittsburgh, and the Bruins didn't play their best game. They had a great third period flurry and rally to try to come back and win that game, but it was just too little too late, and they fall short in that comeback bid uh, against the uh, Buffalo Sabres. We'll have to keep in mind if Patrice Bergeron plays, though. Patrice Bergeron was a late scratch on Friday night's game uh, against Buffalo. Uh, he is probably going to be a game-time decision. Uh, today for the uh, Bruins. Uh, obviously, uh, you want him in the lineup if you're Boston. We'll have to see if he suits up. I think he'll do everything in his power to play. Big game against the Penguins here, uh, but we'll have to wait and see if he is indeed uh, in the lineup for the uh, Bruins. Uh, on the flip side, Boston probably has a little scheduling and situational advantage because they played Friday against Buffalo, day off, whereas Pittsburgh had to play yesterday afternoon uh, against New Jersey, and they survive and hang on for a 4-2 to win. How about that? With one second left, Less than one, 0.1 second left. Sidney Crosby into the empty net to cash for Pittsburgh minus one and a half goals on the puck line. If you had that, for me, it saved a push for the over because I had six on the total. Uh, so getting that empty net goal at least uh, allowed me to get uh, the cash back uh, on the over bet in that Devils Penguins game. So a lot of shenanigans from a betting standpoint with that uh, Sidney Crosby uh, empty net goal with less than one second left uh, in the game yesterday. Uh, Pittsburgh playing some really good hockey, although, you know, they fattened up their record the last few days against a horrible New Jersey team, which is not playing a lick of defense. It's going to be more difficult here against Boston. I think if the Bruins have Bergeron, I'd be tempted to bet the Boston Bruins here, a bounce back spot off a loss. I lean that way. As far as the total goes at five and a half, it's tricky because Pittsburgh can play good defense. So can Boston, but five and a half, the Bruins offense has been a little bit more wide open and push the play with Taylor Hall there. David Krejci's feeling it again, playing good. Uh, so five and a half is that total where it's, I'd have to lean over. And I think Boston and Pittsburgh, if you look back at series history, more overs than unders head-to-head -head with these two teams. So at five and a half, I'd have to look toward the over 
uh, from a total standpoint. Vital, what's your uh, take here? Pittsburgh hosting Boston. Yeah, um, I had uh, I had I picked Boston money line uh, one twenty. I think Boston's four and two against Pittsburgh this year, um, and I was actually leaning towards the under because uh, the under I think is five five out of six hit the under um, their last game. I think it was like seven to five. Um, but if I had to lean one way, I think it's a must win for Boston. They're uh, they're in that fourth spot right now, and New York plays as well today, and they're in the fifth spot. Um, so if I had to lean one way, I'd pick Boston money line. All right, liking the Bruins here at uh, minus one twenty to minus one twenty five in this one should be a good one. Uh, no question about that. I'm a little bit disappointed the Bruins were not just you know favored, but you know minus one twenty. I thought it might be even money I'd get with the Bruins, but they're 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 giving some respect to the Bruins, the betting markets, and the odds makers here uh, in this game. No question. Uh, next up, Buffalo Sabers, New York Rangers. Uh, we've got the uh, Rangers minus two sixty five home favorites. Uh, the total six uh, shaded to the under here uh, in this game. I think the best bet, the safest bet, might be a Rangers team total uh, over three and a half minus 130. That way I don't have to worry about what Buffalo does against Igor Shosturkin, who is expected to be a net tonight for the uh, Rangers, who's had a pretty good run. He didn't have a great start his last time out that he uh, in, that he started, but other than that, he's been really good for the last couple of weeks in net for this uh, Rangers team. Uh, the Rangers uh, looking to keep things going here against uh, the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, we'll see if they can keep it going. New York has done well against Buffalo 4-1-1 one, one, uh, this season. All of those games close, though. Five of those games decided by one goal. Three went beyond regulation. And look, you could say Buffalo's a bad team and they've had a bad season, but you have to look at the fact that in the short term, you know, they've picked it up. Casey Middlestat, Dylan Cousins. There's a lot of these younger players for the Sabres that have played well. Uh, R2, Rutsolainen, since he's been called up to this Sabres team, uh, he has been pretty good. He's given them an offensive jolt as well. Darlene on the back ends played a little bit better of late. There's things to like about Buffalo. And for Don Granado, the interim head coach, they're playing hard. They're working hard nightly. They're not rolling over to anybody uh, right now. Uh, and Dustin Tokarski, you know, who's going to be a net here for the uh, Sabres, he's been solid for them uh, in a few spots. Now, is, is he a guy that long-term you're going to use as your number one goalie? No. Uh, but he's, he's a guy that played for the Montreal Canadiens a few years ago. He's been around the block. I still remember the World Juniors for Canada long, long time ago. And Dustin Tokarski was their goalie there uh, in that way back when I think jo Jordan Eberle and John Tavares were on the Canadian World Junior team. That's how long ago it was uh, when Tokarski started for them. But he's a capable goalie, and he has been uh, as of late. We know the Rangers' offense is really feeling it right now. Kreider and Zabanajad and Panarin. Uh, all in good form offensively right now. As good as Tokarski's been, Rangers are a really, really good offensive team right now. I've been scoring goals in bunches for the last week or two. Remember what they did against New Jersey. They lit them up. I think Buffalo's played a little better defensively lately than New Jersey, but I still think the Rangers can get to four goals. So that's the, that's the angle I like here. New York Rangers team total uh, over three and a half here, which is minus 130. Uh, what are your thoughts, Vitale, on this one? Sabres-Rangers. Yeah, um, I don't love anything about this game, um, but the Rangers are in a must-win situation. Um, like you said, three the total three and a half or three, I think that's a good bet. Um, the only th the only other bet I would think about making is maybe New York at minus one and a half just to get some value, but even then, um, I don't love much about this game. 
And even then, the Rangers sometimes play close games, including against Buffalo. I remember having Rangers regulation and puck line earlier this season against Buffalo, and you know they had to work for it. So uh, to me, this is uh, this is tough to. And again, at these prices, Buffalo is getting priced like a terrible team. That's why the the price on Buffalo is always in this kind of range around you know plus two forty, plus two fifty, like this. But they're outperforming their season record right now. The efforts there, the work ethic is there. They're not getting blown out in games like they were. Um, that's they're, they're a tough team in this price range right now, based on their current form, to bet against when they're getting this kind of price. So that's why I just like isolating the team total. You don't have to worry about whether the Rangers win the game or how much they win the game by. If they can just score four goals, uh, it'll be a win. So that's why I like the team total more than anything here uh, on the Rangers. Uh, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Philadelphia minus two hundred home favorites, total six. Uh, look, I know the devil. I know the devils are terrible right now, but there's no freaking way I'm laying minus 200 with the Philadelphia Flyers at this point in time. This is a team that's not making the playoffs. They are done now. Uh, the the Rangers and the Bruins keep winning in front of them. There's no way this team's going to the playoffs. I think they know that uh, reality is sinking in. Uh, they're not playing good hockey. They're losing games now. Obviously, they have the capabilities to beat New Jersey. This is a winnable game for the Philadelphia Flyers. But boy, I mean, you're talking about minus 200 with this group right now. Uh, not very good. Uh, the Devils, by the way, nine straight losses for them. So it's hard to get behind them. Uh, we said it on yesterday's show. They're really struggling defensively. They're not getting much consistent goaltending right now from Blackwood, uh, Wedgwood, or Dell, any other goalies. The Flyers' offense has completely dried up, though. The one thing the Flyers were doing, even when they were struggling like a couple of weeks ago, their defense was shit, their goaltending was bad, but they were at least scoring you know, and averaging over three goals per game. Lately, that's not been the case. Their offense has dried up. I've got to believe, I have to, that with, at least with – there's still those Couturier, Giroux, Konechny, Voracek. There's still good players offensively on this Flyers team that against a team that has been hemorrhaging goals – like the New Jersey Devils have been defensively. This has to be a game for me. The Flyers can get their offense going a little bit. On the flip side, you know, any team's capable of scoring against Philly uh, these days, and New Jersey has shown some offensive upside. Hughes and Zaka and Brad, uh, among others, have chipped in. on Miles Wood, I like Miles Wood. What an energy player he is for the Devils. Goes to the net, has an offensive upside, can score goals for you. Uh, I think the Devils score. I think the Flyers score. I like over the total here. Philly, New Jersey, uh, over six, minus 110. Uh, Vitao, do you have any opinion or any bets on this game? Yeah, that's the that's the only bet I had is the over. Um, the goalies have been pretty inconsistent for Philly. Um, and Blackwood was pretty good at the beginning. I think he dropped off a little bit. Um, I think you could see a few goals scored uh, today. So I, I do like the over uh, over six. All right, well. uh, Vitell, our special guest, liking the over as well, over six, minus 110, Devils and Flyers. Fourth and final game, Columbus Blue Jackets, Tampa Bay Lightning, Tampa Bay minus 280 to minus 285, uh, home favorites here, uh, total five and a half here, shaded to the under slightly uh, in this one. This is another one. This, I mean, you got a lot of big favorites on this card. I mean, when you look at it, you got three of the uh, four games today where you're talking about a favorite of minus 200 or more. Uh, so these are tough games to bet. I know I don't want Columbus. There is not any chance in hell that I bet Columbus. However, I will say this. They do play Tampa Bay reasonably competitive. They have all season long. They have uh, been able to find ways to stay in games with Tampa. Even the other night, Columbus is mired in this dreadful losing streak. 
And they still, you know, they take the lead on Tampa Bay. And I think the game was like 1-1 going into the third period. And Tampa Bay needed a couple goals in the third to put the game away. So, you know, that's the weird thing here. And that's why it's tough to lay this big of a price with Tampa Bay. And even the, you know, regulation line here with Tampa is in the minus 170, 80, minus 190 range. So you're not getting uh, a great number there with the lightning and regulation either. The only way, and I've said this before, that you can find value if you're going to back the big favorite here is take the first period puck line uh, and lay the half a goal uh, in the first period. You could take Tampa Bay minus a half goal plus 110 uh, in the first period so that if they're leading after 20 minutes, you cash your ticket, you win. Uh, I think there's a chance we could see Tampa Bay with the lead going into the first intermission especially because I don't think they liked the way they started the other night. They fell behind. They had a tough first period against Columbus. I think the onus is on them to maybe have a better start. I'm going to, I'm actually going to bet that one Tampa Bay. It's the only value bet right now with the lightning in a game like this, where there's such a massive favorite against the uh, uh, struggling Columbus blue jackets. There's not much value on the money line, not even on the full game puck line, uh, nor is there much value on the regulation line. So to me, that's the best one to go with Tampa Bay, First period, minus a half goal uh, at plus 110. Uh, to just say, Tampa Bay, go out there, get the lead in the first period, take the lead into the first intermission, and we win our bet. I think there's a chance for that, especially when you see the quotes from Braden Point, head coach John Cooper, talking about they didn't like their start the other night uh, against Columbus. You know, when players, and you know this, players and coaches, when they talk about, hey, we got to have a we better start, usually they try to act on it early in the game in the first period. Hopefully we see that tonight from Tampa Bay. Uh, Elvis Merzlikens, of course, the other night went uh, uh, went off uh, and uh, basically poured his heart out about the struggles of the Jackets, saying, I can't sleep at night. You know, talking about how we're losing all these games. I can't sleep. It's honestly affecting me. And I feel for the guy. Because you know what, Vital, when I go 0-8 betting uh, on a certain mm-hmm. night, and I've had those nights, I've had these dreadful nights where I'm losing thousands of dollars, uh, seriously, on one night. And I'm thinking the same thing as Elvis. You know, when I'm losing on the betting board, it's not a hockey game, but on the betting board, I can't sleep either. It bothers me. So, you know, it's the human emotion and that side of it coming out of Elvis Merzlikens uh, the other night after yet another loss for his jackets. And uh, I appreciate that. You know, in a world where we get the players just saying the same old boring ass shit to every question asked by the media, to see someone, you know, lay it all on the line and show some emotion there like Elvis Merzlikens did the other night. I enjoyed that. Good on him uh, for, for stepping up and saying what he did. Uh, Vital, what do you think here? Columbus, Tampa. Yeah, I don't really love anything about this game. Um, I think uh, minus uh, a half for Tampa to win the first, I think that's a good bet. Um, I think Tampa's been kind of just coasting, you know. They're, they're kind of they, – they were a wagon. Um, in the middle of the season, and now they're just you know coasting, whatever, getting ready for the playoffs, um, which is fine. I don't hate that. Um, but Columbus's goalie's been a little inconsistent. Uh, maybe uh, I'm not sure what the line is, but uh, Tampa to get three to get over four, uh, three and a half goals, maybe is a good play. But again, I don't love anything about this game. Um, Tampa minus three hundred. It's just you're not going to get anything any value for your money. And I definitely don't see Columbus uh, winning this game. Um, but um, yeah, maybe Tampa in the first periods is a good bet, but I didn't really have anything. 
for this one. Yeah, uh, I, I, nothing wrong with that. It's a tough game, and even me, like I, 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 I'm lukewarm on the Tampa first period bet. I bet it, but it's not not a strong, strong play for me. Uh, Tampa Bay, even in the first period here in this one. Again, it's tough to find that uh, value uh, in a game like this, and yet at the same time, it's difficult when you're talking about a team that's lost what eight in a row, like Columbus has, you know, to get on board with them. Uh, I like Johnny K in our chat though. Feeling bold, it's taking jackets first period plus three twenty. What a price! Hey, take a shot. I tried that with the Devils yesterday, and I was pounding my head against the wall. I tried that Johnny K with the New Jersey Devils yesterday, and uh, it didn't work out. But I hope your jackets plus three twenty first period bet works out better than mine did with New Jersey. Although I really shouldn't say that because I'm on Tampa in the <laughs> in the first period uh, in this one. But still, even if I lose, I like I never want to wish anyone to lose. So. Uh, even though I'm against you on that, I, I understand where you're coming from. And they did get off to a good start, the Jackets, but I'm kind of hoping and thinking the Lightning now will get off to a better start, not liking the way they started uh, the other night against the Jackets. All right, that is the Sunday card. Only four games. We'll get to best bets in just a second. Uh, again, want to thank Vital Cote. He was our weekend special guest on the shows uh, Saturday and Sunday. We'll have him back on the show later this season at some point for sure. Uh, good to have him talking NHL betting. Before we get to best bets, we'll see if we can deliver another 2-0 sweep with those. Uh, reminder, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. Uh, again, NFL draft next week. They're going to have props galore for it. You know, SEC players drafted in the first round. Alabama players, Ohio State players. I mean, they're going to have so many different uh, props for the NFL draft. Uh, NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball action every day. Great time of year to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up for an account when you do that. You'll get a deposit bonus, weekly specials, weekly incentives. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app if you haven't already. Sign up for an account and use the promo code THPN. All right, it is time for best bets. We'll see if we can have an encore performance from yesterday's 2-0 a sweep. Uh, Vitel, we'll start with you. What do you like for best bet on the Sunday slate? Um, I'm going to take a look at the Boston Pitt game. Um, I think it's a must-win situation for Boston. They're 4-2 and two against Pittsburgh uh, this season, and uh, I think they get it done under the circumstances and everything. Hopefully Bergeron plays. Um, that'll help for sure. But I got Boston money line 120. There you go. Boston minus 120 against Pittsburgh. Best bet for Vital Cote for Sunday. Mine is going to be New Jersey-Pittsburgh over 6, minus 110. No, no, it's not Pittsburgh, sorry. New Jersey, Philadelphia, uh, over six, minus 110. I think the uh, Flyers have to get this offense going. No better team to get a struggling uh, offense and a team having trouble putting the puck in the net. No better uh, cure for the, uh, uh, the, uh, from the elixir than this New Jersey Devils defense right now uh, for the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. I think they'll get their offense revved up a little bit today. But on the flip side, you never fully trust that Flyers team to shut you down. Defensive issues and goaltending issues all season long are why they are not going to make the playoffs. And I do think New Jersey can contribute uh, on the scoreboard as well today. So New Jersey, Philadelphia, Devils Flyers over six, minus 110. Uh, that is going to be my best bet for this Sunday uh, NHL card. That'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone in the chat for tuning in live. A reminder, we're on YouTube live seven days a week. The only NHL betting show that's on seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. And if you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast. 
in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. We're on all of those podcast platforms, so make sure uh, you download the show and you can't watch live. We once again want to thank our special guest, uh, Vital Cote, for joining us this weekend on the Ice Guys. I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow on Monday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.